Welcome to the Catholic Cafe, where all that the Catholic Church believes and teaches is served fresh daily. So come on in and see what's on the menu today. Now, here's your host, Deacon Jeff Drzymski. Greetings and welcome to the Catholic Cafe. I'm Deacon Jeff, sitting in the luxurious corner booth of said Catholic Cafe. And I'm sitting here with Tom Dorian. You got your radio voice, I can tell. I'm doing the best I can. Doing a great job. I put my radio hat on, and now I'm Radio Man. I love it. Well, so we're so excited to be here talking today. Always, always. I hope we have a lot of folks listening to us, because that I makes us too. feel more important, Absolutely. I think. So all 17 of you out there listening, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna give you the... Dad. <laughs> exactly. My family Cindy, alone. Best, I got yeah. nine kids, so... That's right. Uh, anyway, what's on the menu today? What's on the menu? I'll tell you what's on the menu. We're going to talk about families. And a lot of people think, oh, families, yeah, whatever, turn the channel. Click. Yeah. No, you need to hang in here for this one. I agree. Because, you know, I, I think that a lot of people don't realize just how powerful the devil is uh, is in the world right now. You know, I agree. It, it can be kind of scary. And a lot of people might even think that the devil doesn't exist. And I guess that makes the devil even more powerful, doesn't it? Sure. Right, if we think he doesn't exist. Sure. But what I think the devil's doing mm-hmm. is uh, trying to destroy families. He's attacking them. Attacking big time. And if you stop and think about all the things that are going on in the world, it doesn't take long to realize that families are kind of in a rough spot right now. And the one I bet you he's attacking the most are the dads. Dads, guys. You know? Because they're easy. We are easy. We will do anything. You know, if some woman hands us an apple, we're going to take a bite. (laughs) It's like, hey, that looks good. And ask questions later. Exactly. And uh, I just, we, we have always need help. That's why God said... He needs a helpmate. Exactly. Because <laughs> he can't exactly do it right. You're right. Devil goes right for us. I mean, you, th- you think about all the, the stuff that's attacking families right now. Destroying families, literally. Pornography. Uh, it's bad. You know, c- contraception. Uh, abortion. Yep. We, we talk about sex outside of marriage. And, and, you know, young people aren't even getting married yeah. as much anymore. Right. Right. Then there are folks that are trying to redefine what marriage is. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, and of course, there's all the distractions in the world. You're right. Right. The uh, Whether it's uh, trying to get a better position, job, whatever, you know, if it's like sports, leisure, all the stuff that we go out and do. It's nonstop. And, and all this stuff, when it's not in, uh, I guess, in a holy way done in the family, it, it's problematic. Big time. So what are we going to do? Now, we could end the show right here. we kind of depressing, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any answers. Do you have any yeah, answers? Good Tom? luck. <laughs> good luck, folks. No, we got some answers. And I think some of them, uh, I think guys will kind of go, oh, yeah, I guess I could do that. Yeah, hope so. Or maybe I haven't thought about that. But then some other things might be a little less comfortable. I agree. You know, and I think of all the growing I've ever done in my life, uh, and I'm not talking about my waist, by the way. You know, You're these, usually uncomfortable. These donuts sitting in front of us are really good. They sprinkles in the whole nine yards. The best. I have not eaten one of them. And I want you to know that I'm not going to. But the point is... <laughs> All the growing I've done in my life has really sometimes come from em- embracing things that I knew that God wanted me to do, but they might have been uncomfortable at first. Oh, I was always. I agree with that. Right? So, you know, no pain, no gain. You hear that kind of stuff. That's a right. manly kind of thing to say. But the reality is sometimes you gotta you got to break it to fix it. That's right. You know? And so I'm thinking we could come up with a couple of things that right off the bat. Sure. That a guy could sort of just embrace and say, hey, I'll do that. Sure. Maybe there are things that guys aren't doing right now. Mm-hmm. 
right? So if you want to be the good dad, you want to be the good husband, you want to be the good son, the good uncle, whatever. Give some of this a shot. Yeah, try it out. So I think the first thing that a guy would do, if we're trying to save the family, Mm -hmm. right? Here we are in the Catholic cafe saving the family one cup of coffee at a time, right? (laughs) So you want to save the family. That'd be a great t-shirt. Yeah, I think so. We'll make some of those. Uh, The first thing I would think is kind of like what you'd want to do anytime you tried to accomplish anything, whether it was climbing Mount Everest or you know, reading the Bible all the way through or any kind of thing that you want to do, asking the girl out on a date, whatever it is that's big in your life, right? <laughs> the first thing I think you want to do is you want to pray. Oh, absolutely. I see, but a lot of guys don't, you know, when we pray, it's like, bless us, O Lord, and these thy gifts. Oh, that's you know? me. You know that. We all know that prayer, right. and that's beautiful, right? Yeah. But if that's all the praying we're doing, kind you of know, missing out. Well, we're either. Praying and eating, that's kind of good. But the reality mm-hmm. is we are missing out, I mm-hmm. think, in our relationship with God. And so really, if you stop and think about prayer, more in terms of preparation for a battle. Right. So if the devil's attacking the family and you've got to stand up for your family, you don't want to do it alone. No. So the prayer is something that's something that you're going to be able to do uh, on your own. Right. And also in a, in a group setting or whatever, maybe just at mass, offering that mass up for your family. Sure. Right, so you know when they do the intercessions at mass, and they're listing off all this stuff and great things like the church and the pope and the bishops and mm-hmm. you know life and all these different things that we pray for at mass. You know, you can silently add an intention, and that mass is then offered on your behalf for your family. That's right, and I think that's kind of a neat thing to do. But that prayer is something that will prepare us for battle. I think the devil hates prayer. I think he totally hates it. Well, because it puts us in touch with who with god oh big time yeah so if we're talking to god it's like that's not who yeah the you're devil inviting god to. in you're asking yeah, god to be a part of it exactly. the holy spirit and guys are not great at praying sometimes right. you know we you know we do the simple stuff but we don't always just sort of like first go to god because i guess maybe we think we can do it on our own i know we can i know we think that especially when you put out all those you know distractions that are out there yeah. you definitely think you can do it on your own right and so that's the first place we go right you know i'm an american i'm a man you <laughs> know and i'm gonna do my own thing and it's like you know i tell you what that didn't work so well for adam Mm-mm. you know in the garden of eden right and so i'm thinking that maybe a prayer is a it's, it's if we look at it from the perspective of preparation for that battle right i think guys and i start to think wait a second yeah it's really like sharpening the sword yeah and I think that's something we all need to do is sharpen that sword a little bit more. And so how you pray, we could have a whole show on that. In fact, I've done shows, Catholic mm-hmm. Cafe. Mm-hmm. We've done shows on prayer, different kinds of prayer, lots of them. But really, if you would just take time every day, maybe to start your day while you're laying in bed. Ask God to come in. Just give him, you just say, hey, you know what, Lord? I don't know what I'm going to do today, but I know I can't do it without you. That's right. Simple. Keep it simple. God will be with you. That's I, right. I truly believe that. And I think that uh, that's the first step. Yeah. Right? So then, once you've done that first step, then we can go into all the other important stuff. Yep. Right? So prayer, I, I think that's like 95% of the of the way. Oh, yeah. But these last 5% are going to take like 20 minutes to talk about. <laughs> but, but the point is, number two. So number one is prayer. Number two, I think, is lead by example. Oh, yeah. You know, if you stop and think about it, uh, you know, you need to be a leader. Within your family. Exactly. Right. Stop and think about all the things that we do um, as men, and we want our family to follow us. Sure. Right? But nobody follows a follower. No, that's right. And I love women. Trust me. I love women. 
And why do we lean on them so much? Why do we make the women be the spiritual heads of our family? Why do we let the women lead us in prayer? Why are the women the ones making us go to church? Why are the women the ones that are going to the Bible studies and the prayer groups? And that? And why are the men saying, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to coach the football team? Well, that's right. great. Yeah. Right? That's good. It's good that the man coaches the football team. But can he also go to the Bible studies? Can he also go to the prayer groups? Can Absolutely. he also be the one that wants to go to Mass? Absolutely. I think it's important because... I remember growing up, and uh, I love my dad, but I don't think my dad liked Mass when we were younger, because he always had this look on his face. He did? It, it may have just been gas. I don't know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but he had this look on his face. And as a kid, when I was old enough to start doing things on my own, I remember that look, and it's like, yeah, I don't want to go to Mass either. Really? Mass isn't fun. Yeah. You know? And, and I think that if a guy knows that, especially kids, but others are following him, following his example, oh, looking at him. Yeah, they're watching. As men, we got to step up. We do. we got to put our game face on. Yeah. Right? Say, hey, I'm going to Mass. Yeah. Right? And so even if you, at first, are kind of like going, I don't know why I'm going to Mass. Do I, I don't like that preacher. I don't like that music. I don't like something I don't like, whatever. Don't put that on your face. Yeah. Stop and think about why you're doing what you're doing. And then once you do that, embrace Mass. Right? I think your kids are going to go, hey, I want to do what Dad's doing. Absolutely. And it's not just going to Mass. Right? It's the concept of never missing Mass. Right. Making sure that wherever you travel, whatever plans you got, you got to embrace Mass and say, you know, we're, I know we're going to the cabin, or I know we're going hunting, or I know we're going to Disney World, whatever it is. Right. Trust me, there's a Catholic church nearby. It's got to be a priority. It's a universal church. Right. Right? We've got to put it in there, make, make it a priority. You're exactly right. But it's not just Mass. Mm-hmm. How about being active in, in the parish? Always. You know, and, I, and that doesn't mean just going to Mass. Uh, showing up at events at the parish, right? Uh, participating in uh, the various stations of the, the, cross. stations of the cross, the suppers, the the Knights of Columbus, whatever it is you want to get involved in, get involved in, and have people call. I know that guy; he's here all the time. Sure. And again, when you lead by example, mm-hmm. where do you think the kids are going to follow? Well, they're going to follow you, absolutely. That's right. Also, other men are going to follow you. Sure. Guys who say, "Like, I want to be more like that guy. He looks happy." Yeah. You know, and so obviously getting more active in parish. But what about participating in the sacraments? Big, big deal. That's huge. If you now, listen to our other shows, we always talk about confession. Amen. That's the first one. Confession. Yeah. Go to confession. That's like Catholic 101. Exactly. I mean, you know, if you're trying to if you're trying to run across the battlefield, mm-hmm. it's better if you don't got like a 17,000 pound backpack. Right. Get rid of that thing. Right. Don't carry that dead weight around. Don't mm-hmm. carry around the weight of sin. Right. Right. It's just impossible to get through that uh, revolving door when you get that huge thing on your back. Get rid of it. And when your kids see you go to confession. Oh, my gosh. They're going to follow you. Speaks volumes. Amen. So confession is good. It just cleans out the system, as my mom used to say. Yeah, right. clean out the system, you know. <laughs> and so uh, you do that. And then and the same thing about uh, things like adoration. Right. Take your kids to adoration with you. Yeah. Oh, they're going to be so noisy. You know what? Go in the middle of the night. They'll be like, dude. What did you do last night? I, oh, man, I went to this uh, church and we were at 4 o'clock in the morning. At adoration. No one else is in there, you know. Right. And if the old guy that's sleeping in there, you know, you're going to wake him up. <laughs> Have the kids in there. That's right. Sometimes I'd go to adoration and I would take the kids with me. And at the end, you know, when they were younger, we would go to McDonald's and get a strawberry shake. That's what they were there for. Well, but you know what? It starts that way. That's true. And it's like the Eucharist is sweet to them. That's right. <laughs> right? So, so it doesn't. Now, when they're 40 years old, hey, you want to go to adoration? I'll take you to shake. You know, that's different. <laughs> right? That's a little different. 
You're right. Don't you think? Yeah, I do. But uh, but but sorry, really, I got tickled. So adoration, uh, you know, and, and how many guys out there aren't confirmed? I'm amazed I, at how many there are. Really, I wouldn't know. Oh yeah, I get them every year. Really, you know, I'm a deacon, so I I, I get uh, people adult coming guys, in. adult guys who are not confirmed. Somehow it slipped through the cracks. Yeah, family fell away. Something they didn't get confirmed. How about that? And so here you don't you're not walking around with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are some serious arrows in your quiver big time how beautiful to have those gifts yeah you want wisdom and knowledge and understanding and the whole whole ball of wax i mean it all comes with it's a package deal right you know it's like a it's like a really neat package deal like when you're buying that new car you want the you know the exp model right you get all those gifts that's right and it's so cool and yet so many guys are walking around sort of hamstrung mm-hmm. it's like they're they're hobbled they're on one leg or whatever trying to defeat the uh, dragon it's just not going to work as well right holy spirit needs to be with you and Confirmation is that way to do that. Yeah. So um, lead by example. It's it's huge. You've got to step up your game, mm-hmm. right? Make that happen. So uh, we're talking about how we can, as men, kind of step up, mm-hmm. do something different, right? Right. And we want to start with praying, mm-hmm. and we want to lead by example. And these are the best ways we can we we can uh, save the family. I agree. Right. Fight off that devil. And so we are going to. Those are just two of them. We okay. got some more. Can't wait to hear them. Yeah. But before we do hear them. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna take a break. Oh boy! Here, my lovely wife uh, give a nice little talk, so she's gonna join us here in just a second. Before we do that, I want to remind folks at home we got a great website. Mm-hmm. Go to www.thecatholiccafe.com. Also, I would love to hear from you. Send me an email, Deacon Jeff at thecatholiccafe.com. Got to put in the yeah the. If you don't do the on Catholic Cafe. It's like you go to a Catholic dating website. Which could be good for some of them. If you're looking for a nice Catholic spouse, right. CatholicCafe.com. But if you want to talk to me, <laughs> TheCatholicCafe.com. With that, we'll be right back. I'm Vester Zemsky, and this is another great moment in church history. Ancient Roman records tell of a young Catholic deacon named Euplius being brought before the governor Calvisian in August of the year 304. These were dark days for the early Christians, as the emperor Diocletian was in the midst of one of the worst and most torturous persecutions of Christians in the church's history. As a deacon of the church, Euplius carried with him the book of the Gospels, from which he proclaimed the gospel at Holy Mass. He staunchly and unwaveringly professed his faith in Jesus before Governor Calvisian. The governor asked him to read from the book of the Gospels that he carried. Euplius selected two passages. From the Sermon on the Mount, in the fifth chapter of Matthew's Gospel, he read, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Then he turned to the sixteenth chapter of Matthew and quoted Jesus, saying, If any man would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. The governor Calvisian, with a puzzled look on his face, asked the young deacon what this meant. Euplius looked up from the book of the Gospels and replied, It is the law of the Lord which has been delivered to me by Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Without another word, the governor sent Euplius to be tortured unto death. During this torture, Euplius refused to recant and even remarked, What I said before, I say again. I am a Christian and I read the sacred scriptures. After his torture was complete, Euplius was sent to his death, 
walking with that same book of the Gospels tied around his neck. Never relenting from his praise of God, he was eventually beheaded. The story of Euplius begs the question of us. Just how dedicated are we to reading the sacred scriptures? In this day and age, there are still challenges to living out the gospel. There are still persecutions. There are even beheadings. It is our role as Christians to walk boldly into the public square, to go forth and announce the gospel of the Lord to all who will listen. But to do this, we must first read the sacred scriptures, the word of God given to us by God and guarded, protected, and handed on to us through the church. Euplius was prepared to be persecuted for righteousness sake, for the sake of the gospel. Can we say the same for ourselves? I'm Bess Trzymski, and this has been another great moment in church history. Welcome back to the Catholic Cafe. Here's Deacon Jeff. And we're back in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe. I'm Deacon Jeff, sitting here talking with Tom Dorian. It is luxurious, isn't it? It is so beautiful. Yeah. Made so much more beautiful by the lovely donuts I keep mentioning <laughs> that I'm not eating that are sitting here. But uh, uh, we're happy to be here. We're talking about how to save our families, one donut at a time now. We are, yeah. Right, donut? You There's know, another T-shirt. I was doing a second grade retreat, mm-hmm. and I was talking to the kids about what is heaven to you? What, what would be in heaven? And they started listening to all this stuff like their dogs and, you know, whatever, their families and all these great things. And one kid said, donuts. <laughs> I said, well, you know, go back and tell your parents that Deacon Jeff said that you should have as much donuts as you can possibly have because that's a holy food. <laughs> and so that's why we serve donuts that's at right. the Catholic Cafe because they're holy. That's uh, exactly right. You're not right. going to deny that, are you? So we're talking <laughs> about how to save the family. What can guys do? Right. To save the family. I, I'm imagining guys want to save the family. And we've got two in the book already. That's right. Exactly. We've got this whole concept of prayer, prepping for the battle, mm-hmm. asking the Lord to kind of guide and lead us mm-hmm. in this thing. He's the standard bearer. He's kind of out there in front of us. And we're just kind of, woohoo, yeah, us and then, and then speaking of leading. That's right. Leading by example. Right. How we kind of take up the mantle and mm-hmm. we lead uh, and, and others will, will, will uh, they'll follow. They will. I mean, the kids, the wife, everyone's going to start to follow. It's like, he looks like he knows where he's going. That's right. That doesn't mean the wife's not involved in decision-making. That doesn't mean you say, like, I think we're going to eat at Wendy's tonight. <laughs> Deacon Jeff said I should be leading by example. Right. I don't care where you eat. <laughs> but going to church and being a holy man, it's that's important. important. That is important. And don't send me emails and tell me it's bad to eat at Wendy's or it's good to eat at Wendy's. I, I don't care where you eat. My that's point not is, the point. That's not the point. <laughs> exactly right. And. Uh, we have to say that Wendy's paid no sponsorship money to this Catholic cafe. <laughs> so, all right. So leading by example, important. So then now we need to be more prepared to lead. Right. Right. And so, so I'm thinking that one of the ways to do that mm-hmm. is to like sort of start studying and reading. I think you're right. Because if you stop and think about it, you know, we don't know a lot until we start knowing more. Right. Yeah. Right. Pretty. Yeah. It's a Yogi Berra kind of thing. But right. You, you, it's you, true. You've you've got to like you have to you have to crack a book. Yeah. You're going to have to listen to the Catholic Cafe. You're going to have to uh, you know listen to other programs. You're going to have to watch uh, the right kind of things and pay E-W-T-N. attention to mass. Right. EWTN. What a fantastic place to go. Right. Right. And and to pay attention to what's being said. Right. And to be formed. Yeah. Right. And how powerful that is that. Uh, uh, you know, God is sending messages to you all the time, mm-hmm. right? People think like, well, I'm waiting. Uh, what are you doing? I'm waiting. 
Waiting for what? Jesus is going to talk to me. Like, why are you staring at that tree or looking at that cloud, you know? Because maybe God's going to come and Jesus is going to come on a cloud. Right. I imagine when he does that, that's the end of everything else you should have studied before yeah. that. <laughs> you know. But the reality is I think God gives us so many opportunities right, to stop yeah. and read, to listen. It's not just reading. It's studying. Yeah. Right, so it's it's hanging out with folks who know more than you. You know, when you when we came up with this list, I thought of Scott Hahn's book, The Lamb Supper. Yeah, that and consuming the consuming was, the word. Yeah, oh, consuming yeah. the word. What I mean, a, those what a those great two books changed the way I go to mass. Exactly. You know. No, you're exactly right, and you and you sort of like start to in, embrace God in a whole new way. That, right. When you know that kind of vocabulary. Yeah. And those are fantastic. So listening to Scott Hahn talks is also right. great. Right. And there's this group called Lighthouse Media that puts these CDs out in your most, most churches in their narthex. They're going to have like this little CD rack there with these great. three or five dollar CDs, whatever they are, three bucks. And it's like, what a great way to sort of spend the time. Now, you could either be listening to the sports scores, right. which is fine every <laughs> once in a while. Right. But you know what? Maybe hearing a, a, an inspirational story about a saint or some way to defend your faith or whatever, that's mm-hmm. a good thing to do. That's studying and reading because that's going to create in you a new sense of authority, mm-hmm. a, a confidence. It's like, hey, I, I know the answer to this. Right. You know, how, Tom, do you remember when we were younger, like, and we were just kind of getting into our faith, and someone would ask a question, we'd like, going, please don't look at me. Please don't, <laughs> please don't ask me that question. You get put on the spot, you know. <laughs> that happens every now and then. Yeah, it does. But you know what? I think more and more, the more that it's you and I. It's a lot less I, now. I know because the more you and I read the Bible, the more we read the more uh, we some study. of these books, the more we study. Mm-hmm. Uh, then what ends up happening is you start to uh, get a little more confident. You're like, wait a second, right. I know the answer to that one. Right. You know, and it's like, I, I just don't think uh, you can go through life uh, just kind of not knowing all the time, and eventually you're going to have to stop and go, well, I'm going to have to figure this one out. Yeah. You know, we can we can go through situations where we don't um, uh, where we don't read the instructions and we're trying to set up mm-hmm. this that dollhouse or whatever. Late at night, and I can tell you what night. We don't spoil anything for anybody, but the reality is, you know, we're caught doing that kind of stuff. We're like, all right, I've got to read. <laughs> Guys don't like instructions. Yeah, and all this stuff's connected, too, because it goes back to leading by example. The exactly. kids are going to ask you a no, question. Exactly you can't look right. at them and go, oh, I don't know. oh, no. And you know what? I, I've fallen into this trap so many times. Go ask your mother. Right. Don't, don't do that. Don't have the answer. off on her. Now, you know, it's good if she knows the answer. And if, you know, if they're trying to ask if they can have another Coke before dinner or a snack or whatever, maybe it's better you ask your mother. That may be better <laughs> than me. But it's like you need to start to know these answers of these questions right. that your kids are going to start to ponder. That's right. Because otherwise they're going to be like going, don't go to him. He's goofy. He no, doesn't know anything. He didn't, he didn't care. You know, go find somebody else. Right. No. And that's not what we want to do. No. Right. Because you can't lead that way. Right. That's right. So prayer, leading by example, and then. Studying, reading, kind of boning up and kind of, you know, I may have been born yesterday, but I stayed up all night studying. <laughs> it's never too late, right? That's right. <laughs> exactly right. So those three things are the first three, but I really, I think we ought to stop. This fourth thing is, I think is so important. It is. For guys. Yeah. And that is to build a sense of community with other guys right. just like you. Don't think you have to go and have, I've got all these, these friends of mine who are like theologians and, and they're, uh, they're priests and oh, I've got a couple of bishops and whatever. We go and we have coffee. You know, that's all great. But the reality is you really need to also hang out with guys that are just like you. Right. The guys that have the mortgage, they got the car payments, they got the wife, they got the kids, they got the, the dog that just pooped in the living room. Right. I mean, you, you, you need to have that kind of life experience. And right. how do you all deal with that stuff? Because right. what that does... It essentially leads to 
this concept of authentic male friendship. It does. Having a guy that you can say, I love you, too. And I know it's like I just made a bunch of guys cringe out there. They're right. like, mm, saying, I love you. Right. You know, unless the guy's got a beer. Remember those beer commercials? Oh, love yeah. you, man. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> so, but the thing is, isn't that a kind of a sad testimony? It is. It really is. Right? And, and, and the fact is, can't we love somebody? Can't we have like a really good friend? Right. You know, and, and reality, that's what, that's what God did. Right. You know, God the Father essentially married the people of Israel. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he went to this small group. He didn't go to the whole world at first. He went to Israel. Mm-hmm. And these were the chosen people. He mm-hmm. wanted to start small and expand. Right. That right? was his business plan. And a, and a very beautiful divine business plan it was. Jesus did the same thing. He did. Those 12 apostles, that little band of brothers. Right? One bad guy, but, you know, pretty good. Honest. And when he sent them out, he didn't send them out by themselves. Went out two by two. Right. In a group. Right. Right, because, you know, when you, you hear that expression about guys, you know, iron sharpens iron. It does. You're right. It's a manly expression. We're manly men. We talk about manly things. It's okay. <laughs> that's right. You know, but the thing is, it's like you want to hang around a guy that's got your same, your same problems. Yeah. And even if you think they don't and they got their whole life together. Mm-hmm. Tom, we, we've been grouping for, what, almost 20 years? Got to tell them what grouping is. Uh, grouping, we do, group. our group is Curcio Grouper Year. Right. So Curcio is like a three-day weekend. 20 years, dude. Yeah, three-day weekend that we did 20 years ago. Yeah. Right? And then your that's three days, and then your fourth day is every day the every rest day. of your life. And they tell you to get into this group reunion to meet regularly. We've met, like, on Thursday nights for 20 years. That's how this whole cafe got started. Well, how many times have we sat down in, uh, right, right now we're meeting in a bowling alley bar. Is that... Is that manly or what? That's pretty manly. Yeah. We don't drink beer. Pretty we radical. Diet Coke and tea are the drinks of the day. But yeah. the reality is, how many times have we sat in there and said something and, and we think we're all alone? We're the only one with this problem. The only mm-hmm. one with this. You find out that everybody else in that little area, that little huddle around that table, they're all is experiencing going, the same thing. Dude, I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. I've got that same problem. Yeah. And amazingly, when you have that sort of group experience, you can start to go, hey, well, so what are you doing? How do you deal with that? Right. Next thing you know, everyone, you, your problem's solved. Yeah. Or at least it's it's something now that you can, you can. it's not overcoming you. Yeah, you're not, you're not going it alone. That's right. And so this idea of a an authentic friendship, man, that's huge. It is big. And that's exactly what God, I think, intends for us. And if we're going to be like guys, real guys... And no one wants that solo guy that runs the whole show and does everything and everyone thinks he's perfect and everything. Because I guarantee he doesn't have everything together. He just has everybody thinking he does. Right. And he's some kind of rock star or superstar. How many times do we hear about the superstars that have fallen? All the time. I know. Because they're alone. They're in this. they got nothing but yes people around them. Right. You need to have some no people. Yeah. You need to have some good friends, authentic male friends around you. Amen. So there you have it. Some simple things that you can do as a guy, Right. To Amen. save the family. Amen. We've got to save that family. Let's do it. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for all the gifts you've given us. We thank you especially for the gift of our families. Lord, we ask your divine assistance as we endeavor to lead, protect, and inspire our families in your most holy name and prepare them for a life of eternity with you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Catholic Cafe. If you'd like to contact Deacon Jeff, send an email to deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. The Catholic Cafe is brought to you by the Order of Malta Federal Association and is broadcast with ecclesial permission from J. Terry Stive, Bishop of Memphis in Tennessee. 
Join us again at the Catholic Cafe. There's always room for one more at our table.